One thing that I wanted to talk about today is really learning what content you should be posting on social media. And yeah. I know that that is a hang up for so many people because they're like, what? Well, I just made a post yesterday. What do I post about today? And the one point that I want to drive home on that is that people want to buy with a friend. So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Amuchastegui. Hey, we've got a really, really interesting episode today. So Courtney Hatfield, she was on episode 1020, February this last year. And we talked about all sorts of stuff. And um, she reached out to me recently and said, hey, what about us coming on and talking some more about social media? Because she gave so many social media tips back in February uh, on her interview. We went through so many different ways that she's used social media to grow her brand. And it has changed dramatically in the past like eight, nine, 10 months. But really the funny part of why she reached out to me is it's really changing like every month right mm -hmm. now. And so I think there's lots of topics out there. So we are going to, uh, so this is gonna be our first episode of what we're calling, I think, we're, what are we calling, Let's Get Social? Let's Get Social. Let's Get Social. Courtney, what have you been up to since February? Oh gosh, what a whirlwind year. Have you guys seen much of a market shift down there? We saw a big shift in Austin. Um, and it, it's been like half and half the people that I've interviewed. So like the, um, we've but we've seen giant uh, market shifts here going from like two months of inventory to nine months of inventory prices down like 20 percent um washington dc seems to be performing pretty good um yeah. i forget another market i interviewed last week where they're like everything's normal but what's yeah. your market like it, you know honestly it just reminds me of what it was like pretty much in like 2018 2019 nothing uh, buyers actually have more of a shot and I prefer it that way. You don't have to go crazy amounts over asking and we're not in bidding wars with escalation clauses and waiving inspections. It's really calmed down, um, but not slowed down. So it's all, it's all really good here in Akron. It's a little hotter up north in Cleveland, maybe 45 minutes north from here. But yeah, overall, I think it's, um, we're not running around like chickens with our heads cut off anymore, but we're still busy. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great perspective on it, right? Calm down, but not slowed down. Like the, it was hectic. It was, it was like, it was really, really hectic for a while. And there was as much as there was people saying, Hey, I'm making a gazillion dollars and I'm new at this business and I'm just crushing it. There was many people going, I've been in this business for years and I'm so frustrated because nothing is working right now. They couldn't get any of their offers accepted Yeah, anything like that. So I think, I think that the, you know, Austin and in central Texas had a pretty extreme shift. I think now as we hit the, you know, this year, if we get like that four or five month of inventory, that'll become a much more normal market, which again, yeah, yeah. exactly. reminds me of like 2018. Yeah. 2018 in Texas, the market wasn't hot. When I started buying out here in like 2016, 2017, it wasn't abnormal to have a house sit on the market for six months. Yeah. I mean, right now I would say we just had a house hit the market and I was a little bit nervous. I how fast it would go, but it went under contract within three days. So, I mean, we're still, we're still busy. We're just not in over our heads anymore. Much more yeah. manageable. What's the price point up there? 
honestly, probably around 250 is our average price point. The higher, the, the more north you go towards Cleveland, toward the city, you're going to look at, you know, four, five, six, seven hundred thousand. You get up there. Yeah. Um, but we don't see like the two, three million dollar houses some cities see. So, the, and are you, uh, do you do mostly buyer's agents, mostly listing agents? Yeah, last year we were 50-50. This year we definitely are much more buyer heavy. The And how are you getting those lead, the buyer leads right now? We have the Zillow Flex program mm -hmm. and all, also the Market VIP program through Realtor.com. Those are two programs that my brokerage buys into for us. And then we also are pretty heavy with sphere marketing. So if I had to break down my team's leads, we're 50% leads, 50% sphere. We do a lot of mailers, a lot of events, and like to keep in touch with our base. The Zillow Flex, is that the, is that the program where they tell, like you pay a, you only pay them if you get the deal? Yeah, you if you close, them, you, you, you yeah. pay a percentage of your commission to Zillow. Mm -hmm. And it varies on the area. It varies anywhere from 20% to 35%. Yeah. But the, Zillow, but it's really the only Zillow program that's offered around here. I've heard that it depends on the market. Like there's it still does. some places where Zillow just pay, like lets people just buy ads mm -hmm. and, or they prefer it and they don't offer Zillow flex and in other areas where it's, it's just Zillow flex. Yeah. That must be a sign that, that Akron is, is performing better than, I mean, they've got the data, Right. So yeah. Zillow knows like, this is how mm -hmm. many leads we have coming in. This is how many are selling. So they know. So you must still be in a pretty yeah. strong market. I mean, we went from closing one home every five days last year to now we close one home every three days for 2022. So we are still, I mean, we are still strong. And do you do deals yourself? Or is it mostly like, I mean, you have a team now, so do you yeah. still do some yourself and your team does a lot? Does your team do more? How does, how does that work out? Yeah, the team does more. I don't take any of the Zillow or the Realtor.com leads that we get in. I only work my sphere and referral. So I pass all the leads out to the team. Was that a hard adjustment? It was. And it yeah. still is at times because, you know, I mean, I liked, I got into real estate because I liked working with people. I just now work with people in a different facet. But... Yeah. My viewpoint on it really is their success is my success at the end of the day. So I want food on their table. I want, you know, money in their pockets. That will reflect on me as a leader too, making yeah. sure my, my people are fed. I've, there's just been a lot of, I've had a lot of conversations with people lately about it. As times get tighter in some of these markets where just transactions are going down, it's totally natural to have like, I don't want to say like fear set in, but like doubt and questioning yeah. and saying like, oh, would it have been better off to do those deals myself instead? Is the marketing expenses worth it? And it really is that idea mm -hmm. of when you're, if you're giving your team your leads and you're not working any leads anymore, man, that, that faith that you spend most of your time, do you spend most of your time helping them with their transactions or, or coaching them up? Or I do or coaching and a lot of marketing. Is in that, and that's my jam. I mean, I, I love to market. I love to do out of the box marketing. So I spend my time really building their brands and their business. So it's been a shift, but a hundred percent what you were saying as the market is calming and a little bit of fear does creep in and you're like, okay, well, you know, I could have worked that deal. I have the time to work that deal now, but I, that's not what I signed up for anymore. Yeah.
Cool. Well, the um, I think it's awesome that you're still doing really good up there. And, and as I remember from your last interview, social media play you know gets to play yeah. such a role, and it's and it's really pivotal. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it in almost every podcast because it is a part of everybody's brand now. I don't know any. There's very few agents that don't also do social media. <laughs> there are some. There's some that came out to our mastermind last year that the um, that that don't have you know presence online for social really? media. That's right? interesting they, to me. It is really interesting. And they had their it's other free. ways they did it. Yeah. It's free. Well, I'd be curious. I'd be curious to chat with somebody that doesn't and see, you know, are they, have they been in the business long? I'm assuming, you know, maybe they've right. never made the transition into getting onto social. Um, it is free advertising and the whole world is on social media almost, you know. So it's oh. like, I don't know. I'd be curious to talk to them and see if their reasons not to use it. Yeah. It seems like there's a different, there's, there's a, regardless of like age or interest, there's a social media platform that I think works for everybody. There is most definitely. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Buchastegui and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time. And when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow Up Boss. There's a lot of superstars out there that use Follow Up Boss. What's your favorite CRM? We're using Follow Up Boss. We use Follow Up Boss. So we use Follow Up Boss. I love Follow Up Boss. I love it. We have action plans now for bringing on new agents. We have action plans for our recruiting. Uh, We call them action plans and Follow Up Boss, which will trigger tasks for the agents to do as far as calling. Follow Boss, I like more for the integrations with everything, MailChimp, Call Action, all those different products. I will say we used Sync and we switched from Sync to Follow Boss. Honestly, the greatest CRM I've ever used, I've used Brivity, Sync. I've looked at Boomtown, like Real Geeks, just a bunch of different ones. But me personally, I fell in love with Fub about like seven months ago when I first started using it. I've used Boomtown, I've used LineDesk, I've used Conversion, and I think Follow Boss gives you the most integrations Mm-hmm. that are simple and it gives you the best ability to go and integrate large things into one single solitary platform yet at the same time it's still affordable i do like follow-up box better just because it you can text from the app and things like that it's just a little more convenient for me um it tracks everything that i need i can customize it if i want if i want to go smart list based that's fine if i want to go task based it's fine i think it's one of the best systems and it's very user-friendly it just really helps me never drop a ball because it's so user-friendly. I don't have a one horse in the race with Follow Up Boss. Purely objective, Follow Up Boss has been the best one that we've found. Now, I've used Follow Up Boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing. So here's what we got. For Real Estate Rockstars listeners, get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial, and check it out, especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet. This will be a great one for you to start with. Thanks again. Now back to our show. Yeah. So the So when we think about that, we think about like social media as a whole. I've had real estate agents that come on and say, you know, YouTube is their thing. Instagram's their thing. Facebook is their thing. Um, and what's, 
and and what would you say? What, like, what's your thing? And and yeah. what, like, when it comes to social media, should do people lock into one or the other? Should they ha- should they be on all of them? And then let's start getting into some of the stuff that's been changing. Yeah, totally. So I definitely think everybody has a jam. My jam is Facebook. I get the most interaction from Facebook. The my biggest following from Facebook versus Instagram, um, TikTok. I have found. TikTok is like instant. I don't even want to say instant. Um, un, I don't know the word I want. Like you're not prepared when you hit it big on TikTok. I had a few videos that did go viral. I have 32,000 followers on TikTok. Um, so you could say I'm big on that platform, but I'm not as consistent there. Whereas Facebook and um, I try to be as consistent as I can on Facebook and Instagram. Everybody has a niche. And I definitely suggest getting into that niche and you don't get water the same day you dig the well. So I definitely, you have to be consistent in it. Um, But pick a platform that you're most comfortable on. And you can honestly, you can take, uh, you know, videos you make on TikTok and you can take them over to your Instagram or vice versa. You can take the reels you make on Instagram and put them onto TikTok. You can go multi-platforms with the content but you can hit hard on one or two, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So the, so what'd you, so what'd you bring up today? What were some topics that you were thinking yes. for, our, for our first let's get social stuff that we should definitely cover? So what I really wanted to talk about today and my whole goal with let's get social is quick little chats with you and we can feed off of one, each, one another and just talk about, social strategies, talk about changes in Instagram or changes on Facebook, the algorithm, different websites that we can use for free content, things like that. And instead of dumping it all into one podcast, let's give quick, actionable, you know, chats back and forth together and deliver that information monthly. And we'll see how it goes. And if people like it, then I am happy. I'm very happy. Um, the one thing that I wanted to talk about today is really learning what content you should be posting on social media. And yeah. I know that that is a hang up for so many people because they're like, what? Well, I just made a post yesterday. What do I post about today? And the one point that I want to drive home on that is that people want to buy with a friend. So they want to get to know not just you not just, you know, your family, not just your business. They want to know the whole gamut of who is Courtney. And that will make them more comfortable. So step one, and I have my notes, so that's why I'm... Yeah, let's go, go through them for sure. Um, step one, people want to get to know you. And how do they get to know you? You can do reels. You can do reels on Instagram. You can say, follow for more. Those are ways that people can click on your on your reel and they will follow you and they'll get to know what you're doing. Step two, they want to get to, they want to like you. So step one, they are going to get to know you. Step two, they're going to like you. How do they like you? They can like you through your post. They're going to go through and they're going to like your post. You have a few people on social media. You have the people that are scrolling, looking for the pictures, and they're like, oh, that's a beautiful picture. Double tap, and they like it. They have the people that are going to read every single word that you write in your caption. And then you've got the people that are really going to engage and share your posts and things like that. 
That is so vital in getting them to like you. Then you want them to trust you. And how do they trust you? They get to know you through your stories. So something that I would post in my story, I just posted all, I had five people from my team here today. I just posted a picture of us, you know, on my story. Didn't necessarily need to be a post. It's not really post worthy, but they're getting to know me. They're getting to trust me. They see I'm in the office. They see my whole team's in the office essentially and that we're working for them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So okay. the, and, and really, and when you're starting at the beginning, the, the know you is the, are you, are you saying they need to know you that you're an agent or know yeah. you that you're like also like a mom or yeah. a, a, a sister or you own a dog? Everything. Like, like yeah. how do you balance all that stuff? Everything. So I like to mix. I don't have a personal business page. I just have a personal page because I want people to feel comfortable that they can see a picture of my dog and know, oh, Courtney has a dog. Oh, Courtney has kids. Oh, Courtney went to Disney World. You know, they can see and they know what I'm up to. They know who I am. They really know, like, and trust me by me being vulnerable and authentic and putting myself out there. So when they we post in our reels, like the story of my team today, we're all just standing in front of a mirror in my office and we take a quick picture and I post that. People are going to say, oh, Courtney's in the office. Her team's in the office. They must be busy with real estate. They must be working. Yeah. And that's just an authentic, we were all here. You know, somebody was on the way out the door and I was like, hold on, we need to take a picture real quick. And just being consistent and posting. Okay. Real estate rock stars, this is Aaron Muchastegui. Thank you for letting me interrupt for a second. I've got something really, really important to talk about. You know how last year we kept talking about that mastermind? What is the mastermind? What are we talking about with that mastermind? Last May, there was like 60 or 70 people of you listeners that had never met, flew out to Austin, Texas. We all hung out at this awesome event center and we spent a couple days with some great guest speakers talking about skills and strategies to succeed in real estate. And then we had these mastermind tables where everyone rotated, everyone got to meet everybody, everyone got to provide value. Some of the agents there had only done one or two deals ever. Some of the agents there had done hundreds of deals and they all got to interact and help each other build their business and build their strategies. And I've heard so many stories of friendships that came from that, of referrals that have come from that. There were six or seven people at that one that heard me talk about doing an Ironman and we all did an Ironman together in in North Carolina last month and we had never even met before the podcast live. So the it was it's, it's been such, such a cool experience. The I would love it for you guys to come. Days March 6th through 8th. Sign ups right now. Go to hybendigital.com forward slash mastermind. We also have a room block set up. It's three days, downtown Austin. Great, really cool hotel, really cool uh, convention center that we're going to be hosting it. And we're going to get a chance to, I can't wait to meet you guys. I can't wait for you to meet other listeners. I can't wait for you to develop these new interactions. And really what we're teaching, yeah, last year it was like, how do you make a business better? But the market was just starting to turn. And I was trying to give some people some advice of what to do when it, when it was happening. Now it has turned. And this time we're going to be talking so much about how to pivot and what to do next. So uh, again, I hope you signed up for the mastermind. Sorry for such the long advertisement, but I can't wait to meet you. Ibendigital.com forward slash mastermind. So there are five different kinds of content that I believe we should be posting. And we chatted about these in the episode in February. And the first one of those is educational. 
We should be posting how-tos, step-by-step guides, actionable content, checklists. And to break that down even further, give you some ideas, we can be posting how to buy a house. Well, a lot of people don't know. If they've never bought a house before, how do you buy a house? You could get on your reels, you could make a video, you could make a post, and you could say, first thing you need to do is you need to chat with a lender. If you need a lender recommendation, I have plenty. And go through step by step by step of how do you buy a house. Then you could do what to look for at an inspection, what to look for at a final walkthrough. And you could make content that you can share multiple times across multiple platforms, providing educational value to your current clients and future clients. And honestly, getting a lot of interaction. I have a lot of people when I make posts like that, save them and I'm sure refer back to them. You know, I think for agents too, and you're trying to, there's, cause there's a lot of agents out there that want to get better at social media and they have that question of, you know, how can I stay consistent or I can't come up with enough content. And the, and I like that idea of like, you're like one of the categories is that educational. I think it's a good reminder or something that, that, that we could do that I like to do is actually make a video when we're out doing the work. Cause that's the reminder yeah. of like what's going on. Like, so the, or even like, so you just leave a home inspection or you just finish a home inspection before you go get in the car. Like, like there's fancy educational videos you can do. You can have the camera set up. You can do the real, you can have everybody redo it. Or you can even just stand out in front of the house and say, yes. Hey, we just finished doing a home inspection. Mm-hmm. This is why it's important to have a home inspection. And so we, it took us about two hours. We showed up at the very end. Yes. He pointed out these three things, but here was something that was really surprising. So home inspection costs. So agents, as you're like trying to say, like, how can I come up with education? You're, or you're leaving the title company. Hey, we just finished our signing. You know, the the last step, we're here signing this. Oh, we just met with the lender. Like whatever those things are, when you're doing your business, try to remind yourself it only like what's like 30 seconds, minute and a half. Like you don't And your content's there. And it's an educational, uh, an example. I had a final walkthrough and I was doing it. The client was from another state and I went through and I turned on the dishwasher. I wanted to make sure the dishwasher still worked. When I turned on the dishwasher, the entire first floor was rattling. And I was like, what just happened? And had I not done that, they would have moved in and they would never have known. I went onto my stories and I was like, something to look for at a final walkthrough. Your agent should be running the dishwasher. And I put a thing of it rattling and then we got it, saw the sellers fixed it and then we closed and everything was fine. But yeah, content. I posted a picture of it rattling. I was like, this isn't normal. And it's funny. It's relatable. You see I'm there, I'm hands on and it shows me being an agent behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It gets to be the education plus it gets to show that you're out there. Yeah. Right. So the, Mm -hmm. so I mean, agents, if you get one listing or one deal, Right. That one listing or that one deal can end up creating so much content. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it gets to build up. Just because you sold, you know, a million dollar house last year, you can still post it this year because you still sold the million dollar house. You're still a million dollar agent. And you don't have to, the content doesn't just expire because you've posted it once. You can reuse it. Yeah. So educational is the first type. What's educational? 
promotional, testimonials, reviews, latest listings. You can post those. Those, those are, con you don't even have to think about posting those. That's somebody leaves you a five-star review. You better screenshot that and post it and post it everywhere. They just did the work for you. Yeah. How do you get your people to leave your reviews? So we, I ask for Zillow reviews. One thing I'm doing in 2023 though, is I want to start um, getting Google business reviews. So the, so after you close the deal, you'll just send people like an email or a text that says, Hey, I'd love it. If you took a minute and just gave me a review, click yeah. this for Google, click this for Zillow. Yep. It pretty much is like, I hope I was able to give you five star service. I hope you make a lifetime of memories in your home. Uh, refer me if you know somebody buying or selling or yeah. if you need anything at all. That's a great, and, and it's a, and that's a fun idea as promotional as like, you're right. So much of the promotional stuff there, here's a listing or here's somebody else's listing. Right. Or here was me doing an open house somewhere mm -hmm. or here was a review I got six months ago or, yeah. or last month. Um, yeah. And honestly, I befriend a lot of my clients on Facebook and, and on Instagram and I tag them when I post it and they love being tagged. Yeah. So even when I say we just have a just sold and I'm like, oh my gosh, look at Jane and John, they just bought this house and it was such a whirlwind. There was a squirrel in the chimney when we came in. That never happened, but let's say it did. And and I'm like posting a funny story and they'll comment and they'll share it and it'll get our name out there You just to be relatable. Yeah, my brother is so great. He's an agent out in Oregon and, and he is so great at every time he's at a closing. He goes to every single closing and he always gets a picture at the closing table and he always like posts it and tags the people and tells a story about them, yes. about like how much he appreciates so them and, and the transaction yeah. and everything else. And it's like that simple, consistent thing that now it's like, but it does spread because people like sharing it afterward. They get yes. the reminder a year later. Like, I was oh, just going to say really that. Good. Yeah. You get the reminder a year later, you can reshare the post and be like, happy home anniversary. Can you believe the squirrel fell out of the chimney? Like, yeah, they'll laugh about it to this day. Yeah. So, so good. So the, I like that. So, all right. So promotional, what's next? So we have educational, we have promotional, then we have entertaining. And that kind of falls into what we were just talking about, telling stories, relatable observations, uh, funny and personal stories. It doesn't have to be real estate related. It, you know, can be personal into your life. If your kids did something funny, hopping on and being like, oh my gosh, my daughter just drew all over the countertops. How do we get this off? Like just something funny and making it relatable, being authentic, being authentic to who you are in your family life and, you know, who you are outside of real estate. We had uh, an agent that showed up to give keys and the buyer's house had been wrapped out like in saran wrap all the way around and it was their friends playing a prank on them but she went there and she was like oh my gosh what do i do you know i don't want this like was it somebody in the neighborhood who was it and yeah. um she was she was nervous and once we found out it was the friends i was like you better make a post about that because that was really funny and she i mean honestly it was probably her most like post this year because it was just a uh, like who wraps a house in saran wrap you know 
Yeah. I had somebody do that to a car once and I'll never forget how long it took me to like get my car, be able to like cut it down just like get into my car. It's so crazy. And I can imagine. Where do they even get saran wrap this big? Like who even knew? But I mean, just a funny, like entertaining story. That's entertaining. Yeah. So we have educational, we have promotional, we have entertaining, and then we have personal. Personal accomplishments. If you, I'm working on my Florida license. So you best bet when I pass my test for Florida and I get my license there, I'm going to be posting all about the fact that I'm now licensed in Florida and I can service Florida. If we have sales awards, I'm literally today, the post I have planned for today, we closed our last deal of the day today. So I'm going to be making a post with all of our deals, our, our price, you know, all of our volume, everything. I'm going to go into it for every agent. That's my plan for today. So new license, your sales awards, anything behind the scenes. Last week we had new marketing photo shoots. So we propped up a camera and we went live behind the scenes and you got to see all of us done up, dressed up. And we were, it was fun. Yeah. So we have educational, promotional, entertaining, personal, and then inspirational. Talk about your backstory. Why'd you get into real estate? Talk about your personal experiences. Talk about your buyer and seller stories, kind of like what you said with your brother. And he makes a post and he's like, these people we met, you know, six months ago, we looked at 47 houses and we finally got it, you know, found their dream home. It was a pleasure to work with you. Not only your story, but their stories too, tagging them, posting it everywhere like we had just talked about. Yeah. I mean, yeah, so that's great. So there's the five, so five types of content mm-hmm. the um, that people should be posting, and um, and finding. And we talked at the beginning about finding their niche, figure out where they want to put that. And then there's all sorts of different things right now. If it, with Instagram in particular, or maybe it's Facebook too, of people saying like, so what should I post a picture, or should I post a reel, or should I post a story? Now I guess you're saying the story should be that thing where. That's part of that know, like, and trust you where you're going to be doing all sorts of stuff in your story. So they get to see that you're a human. They get to see that you're like normal, that you do Mm -hmm. fun stuff, that that you're like relatable. They like you sorts of things. Is there, when you try to come up with your plan for like the month, do you plan Mm -hmm. it for the whole month? Do you plan it for the next week? Do you actually say like, Hey, I did an educational one yesterday. I'm going to try to do a different one today. Or is it like, how deeply, how deeply could somebody plan? And how so far I, out in advance do you try I to? plan for a month. Okay. Um, and that's just looking ahead at, and I can, I have a monthly calendar I can actually share with you if you'd like, that yeah. I, it's a content calendar, and I go in and I fill it out. And I don't do specific posts when I fill it out, but I'll literally write on it like, okay, I need to post something inspirational on this day. And then on this day, I'm going to post a picture of me and the kids. And on this day, I want to make sure I'm posting a picture of our sold houses. You know, I, I don't get into specifics like me and the kids at Disney. I don't do that. I go in and I just outline what I want for the month. And then weekly I go and I, that's when I get specific. So each, at the beginning of each week, I get specific every mm-hmm. Sunday. I look at my content for the week. Yeah. So you plan it for the week and then you can, yeah. and, and I, and you said recently Instagram just did a new um, feature 
right? Yes. They didn't have that, that wasn't around a couple months ago that you could actually schedule your posts. Now. You can now schedule your posts 75 days in advance. So really, if you come up with a lot of batch content, if you sit down and you do that, you can make it automated. You don't even have to think about it for the month, for the next I two and a half months. That idea, that the batching alone can help so many people that oh, are leery yeah. about social media or struggling with it to go, no, like now you can not only plan out your thing on Sunday, but mm -hmm. you could probably actually record a couple of the clips or find the pictures or even do the posts on Sunday to where now you're booked out for the week. And then during the week, it's about sharing stories as you're doing stuff yeah. instead because your posts automatically. A thousand out. percent. Uh, you don't, the stories are things that you're not planning. You're not going to plan. Oh, I'm going to put this in my story. You're driving, you know, past a beautiful sunset and you're just like, let me take a clip of that. And you post it. Those are things that are in the moment. Keep people involved, interacting with you. Keep that engagement up. Then your post, your reels, those are a little bit more planned. You can take your reels and you can make them posts. So there's content. Yeah. You can take your posts and you can, I mean, I recommend sharing every post to your story just so people, if they're flipping through stories, click, can open your posts up. But those are the more, those are the things you want to put thought into. And I want to encourage people, when I go to your page, Two things. Do I know what you do just by looking at your page? There are so many agents where I get on their page and I'm like, do you sell houses? Are you an agent? Yeah. Like, I know what you do. That's so important. Yeah, like, can it you doesn't even say that you're an agent in your name, in your bio. There's no way to contact you. And then also make sure that you put your face. Posts with faces get 38% more interaction. Yeah. So put your face in front, put your face with your clients in front of the house that they just sold, put your face on your reels. I know it's uncomfortable. People get nervous about being in front of the camera, practice in front of the mirror. I mean, it's your face you're going to live with for your whole life. You're going to show up at showings and they're going to see the same face. So you might as well put it online, make yeah. some content out of it. The, uh, I love it. Well, I think Courtney, I think this was a great first episode of like, let's get social of us sharing social tips. The, um, you know, listeners, we're going to, we're going to come back. We're going to do it again next month. We'll have some new things. I think today there was probably a bunch of stuff that you guys could apply, but Courtney, if someone wants to reach out to you and just get, if they're like, Hey, how do I share my post post to my story? Right? Yeah. Like they've got some oh little gosh. questions about the stuff we talked about today and they just need a little bit more help. What's the best way they can find you? On Facebook, Courtney Hatfield. And on Instagram, I am Courtney Hatfield.realtor. Awesome. Well, Courtney, this was a lot of fun. The I hope you liked it. Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to doing it again. All right. Me too. Real estate rock stars. Thanks for listening. All right. Real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rankings. Right now, we are the biggest 
podcast out there for real estate agents. And we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every penny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate. How to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there, too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.